back to Coffee and Cannabis. It's the show where I interview professionals, researchers, and thought leaders in the cannabis space to help bring you deeper insight into who these individuals are and how they're shaping the cannabis industry. In this episode, I'll be chatting with Daniela Furtado. Daniela is a search engine optimization consultant and managing director of Findable Digital Marketing. In the episode, we talk all about SEO and social media best practices for cannabis brands, how cannabis companies can use SEO, and how strict advertising laws make it harder for legal brands to compete. And just to make a formal introduction, Daniela, welcome to the show. How, uh, how's your day going so far? So far, so good. I had a doctor's appointment first thing in the morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> at 9 a.m., mm-hmm. and I wanted to see, I passed by this Chinese medicine place hmm. and they, it looks like they do acupuncture so I want to see interesting if yeah after this I'm gonna call hmm. them up and see if they have any sl- slots for today have you ever have done you acupuncture ever, no but I've been hearing so much about hmm. it so I have eczema and it's been okay. flaring up and so I've mm-hmm. heard acupuncture can help with eczema so interesting interesting I wonder why maybe well it could be a part of like there's a lot of these um eastern medicines that like and and i mean even being in the cannabis industry and having worked in the medical side you know i saw a lot of people kind of move away from the the western medicine and then they try the East, eastern medicine as a last resort lo and behold they get amazing results right yeah. but a lot of western doctors they they reject and they say oh well it's you know it's not real there's no evidence but if people are finding benefit, why not, why yeah. not try it, right? And you know what? The thing is, is that a lot of our physical illnesses are actually derived from mm-hmm. stress or something mental. Right. So right. even if it's worst case, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say that it's it's all BS, but even yeah. if it's the placebo effect, as long as you are, you're like mm-hmm. healed, then who cares? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> as long as you're doing better than baseline, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but hey, tell me a little bit about, so you said you, you had a, um, a marketing manager role. Um, so tell, I, I'd, I'd love to know kind of your um, your path to where you got to where you are now and how you got involved in into the cannabis industry. Yeah, sure. So right now I have a small SEO agency, mm-hmm. a boutique SEO agency. Mm-hmm. So SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization. We help businesses get onto Google, Yahoo, Bing, um, so that they can get traffic, but most importantly, sales from their websites. Mm -hmm. So that's what we do. A big chunk of our clients are in the cannabis space, and it's just a natural fit Mm -hmm. because cannabis has a lot of restrictions Mm -hmm. when it comes to marketing. Search engines are one of the few places where it's kind of, you know, you do what you want mm-hmm. <laughs> there aren't as many restrictions mm-hmm. uh, where unlike social media for example where there's a lot of censorship mm-hmm. so I've been doing uh, digital marketing for about six years okay. uh, I've been making websites and working mm-hmm. with websites mm-hmm. since I was a kid wow. I think when I was nine years old I started to make websites mm-hmm. uh, so I've always loved technology mm-hmm. Um yeah, and so, the, but those six years of doing marketing professionally, I, I've done a little bit of everything. I've done just Google ads, I've mm-hmm. done social media. Um, I was a marketing manager at one point, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, then I, about a year and a half ago, I decided to take the leap and go off on my own, and I love it. I love what I Excellent. do. Excellent, good. No, I, I, yeah. I really like that. And before we get too much into the cannabis side, could you go over kind of SEO 101? Like a lot of people know, okay, SEO is important for a business. You know, there's some keywords you can add, but there's really, there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, it's very complex. So, um, 
Yeah, so SEO stands for search engine optimization. Mm -hmm. A search engine is any sort of platform that has a search bar. Mm. Um, And so Mm -hmm. what you see as as the results, it's not random. Mm -hmm. There's an algorithm behind it that decides which websites rank where. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a website and you want to rank on the first page Mm -hmm. for the keyword, I don't know, canvas Mm -hmm. dispensary near me, You have to understand the algorithm Mm -hmm. so that you can tweak or manipulate Mm -hmm. your website accordingly. Mm -hmm. I like to say there are five pillars Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to Google's algorithm. Every algorithm is different, right? The uh, YouTube algorithm is unique. The Spotify algorithm is unique. Mm -hmm. Bing's or or Yahoo's algorithm is different. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are similar. So those five pillars are content, so the keywords. If you want to be on the first page for cannabis dispensary, you actually have to use those words mm. on your site. Mm-hmm. The And then there's a, there's a lot more to it. You wanna have fresh, relevant, mm. quality content, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So content is the first pillar. The second is technical. This is actually, I should have started with this. This is the core of mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So having a good mobile-friendly website, right. it's easy to get from one place mm-hmm. to another. There aren't broken mm-hmm. links. You've got friendly. a good architecture, yeah, all that yeah, stuff, yeah. right? And then the the third, I would say, is local SEO. Um, so if you wanna rank on the number one page for cannabis dispensary, you care about ranking on that page in your city, not right. you know in another country. Mm-hmm. So understanding that, like Google Maps and local SEO. Mm-hmm. I would say design is a, mm-hmm. another pillar. Interesting. It User takes design experience. into account? Okay. It does, huh. yeah. It just finds design differently, but yeah, it yeah. does. <laughs> yeah. And then the last pillar is something called backlinks, which is pretty much PR. You want okay. other people talking about you mm-hmm. and linking to your site. Mm-hmm. So in the summary, those are the five pillars. That's what the algorithm takes into consideration. People mm-hmm. think it's just technical right. and keywords or content mm-hmm. and that's it. But no, it's a, it's a lot more complete than that. Right. And even there's there's negatives you can do for um, SEO too. Like I know if you wanted to show up as cannabis dispensary, but you put you know a white text somewhere yeah, hidden just so you cheating. come up, it's cheating and they catch that, it's right? Che- they can catch it, yeah. yeah. That's like really old school tactics. Yeah. Like that's what people did in the early 2000s. <laughs> right, right. right. Uh, there are a lot of like sneakier tactics uh-huh. now, but uh-huh. um, yeah, that's not good. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, um, I, yeah, I definitely consider that cheating. So what are, what are some other ways, um, I don't want use the word sneaky but maybe let's say creative ways that some people can maybe appear for like a larger range of searches okay so you want to know about black hat seo tactics (laughs) maybe we don't have to release this segment but (laughs) (laughs) so there there's a list there are so many Mm -hmm. things there so i talked about backlinks this is Mm -hmm. probably i don't know this i would say technical content and Mm -hmm. backlinks these are the three Mm -hmm top most important factors you should be uh, paying mm-hmm. attention to. I don't know what the weight, I would say the weight is. I okay. guess it depends on the, I think it depends on the size of mm-hmm. the, the website mm-hmm. and what kind of website we're talking about. But yeah. backlinks, it's it's pretty important. Okay. And so a lot of people do a lot of shady stuff to mm-hmm. get backlinks. Hmm. Uh, a lot of people buy backlinks, they will Interesting. pay. Interesting. And this is so common that agencies outright say that they do it, even though it's against Google's guidelines. Huh. This is super common. So some, some businesses that mm-hmm. heavily rely on digital marketing for their sales uh, have a whole budget that just to buying backlinks. Interesting. So this is super common. Huh. Um, link farms, so mm-hmm. like directories, mm-hmm. uh, websites mm-hmm. that just them. have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and that's else? why they do that is just because that. Oh, because I've seen yeah. like a website just with a, a whole bunch of links 
to other websites, but they just do yeah. that to boost their ranking, right? To help others, they're probably getting paid right. to put their site right, there, right, right, so they probably have, have a very good website. Mm. Um, they have very strong SEO, so it helps, huh. right? When one like a Forbes links to you, that means a lot more than some random. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, that is really interesting. And you you made another good point about shady tactics because um, <laughs> I I know if I go and search like dispensaries near me, the amount mm -hmm. of legal dispensaries near yes. me and the the amount of actual cannabis retailers that show up are few and far between. And I get a lot of uh, delivery services. I get yes! a lot of black market website. Like I love these guys. Like. <laughs> Like I know that they're. This is very yeah. controversial. So a lot of legal dispensaries they hate this, right? Because they spend millions of dollars um, setting up their shop, setting up their yeah. retail location, yeah. and then uh, they're not ranking top three on Google Maps, which is super valuable. I mean, every, right. you know, like mm -hmm. so many of our purchasing decisions start with Google, specifically mm -hmm. Google Maps mm -hmm. for like brick and mortar Absolutely. shops. Yeah. So that's like a gold mine. Like that's a really important place to be mm -hmm. online. So anyways, uh, <laughs> when I first started like out, like I was, I, since I started the agency, I've always mm -hmm. had cannabis clients, but mm -hmm. I didn't start okay. positioning myself as mm -hmm. a marketing, like a yeah marketing mm -hmm. agency that specializes in cannabis mm -hmm. until uh, just, a little bit less than a year ago. Okay. And so people would find me, they would search cannabis SEO and they would mm. find me and mm -hmm. and then and reach out and I started at first I was getting a lot of like gray market or okay. uh, black market businesses. Yep. And they had stellar SEO and they wanted <laughs> to like yeah, they they're, they're on it. Yeah, cuz they don't yeah. like you don't mm -hmm. have the other barriers, right? Right. They could just so have their just, website name as buy cheap weed. Like exactly <laughs> right, no age gate. <laughs> they're so yeah, 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 yeah. They don't yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. They don't yeah. they don't have as many barriers. So they're super right. good at Google, like local mm. SEO. They're mm -hmm. good at all aspects of SEO. They know how to get around the the Google Ads yeah. loophole. They're mm -hmm. really really fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, I, hmm. I I love talking to them. They're like your everyday mm -hmm. street dealers that right. created a Google Maps, <laughs> put their house sometimes as yeah. a location. <laughs> yeah, knock my door. I'll sell yeah. you a few pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Those that's guys amazing. are so jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. I love that. But that's hard when you know. If I'm so, I, I was in. Um, I was visiting someone in um, in a new city, and I was like, "Oh, it'd be great to know what cannabis stores are nearby." And then, of course, I go on Google Maps. I found no legal retailers. I think I found one. Everything else was, like I said, black market. Or if you, but it was a bunch of delivery services. That's yeah. that's what mostly came up, right? And I thought, yeah. wow, that's really funny. You know. Yeah. But they're just in that case, there just aren't dispensaries in in that region. It's it not because be. they're not mm -hmm. ranking on Google Maps, right? It's or even if if I go on, let's say um, Leafly, right, and I and I type um, in a strain, it'll show up a bunch of illicit mm. dispensaries before it does actually legal ones. So like, why? How? So I I know we how we got here, but going forward, are you know the legal dispensaries just kind of being at a disadvantage when it comes to competing against the black markets like are they especially if they have to do an age gate like is that are, are they just um they have a harder time competing maybe yeah the age gate shouldn't be a, if you set up your age gate correctly mm -hmm. it shouldn't mm -hmm. put you at a disadvantage if you okay. don't have it set up correctly then yes mm -hmm. you're blocking google from visiting the rest of your site and um crawling it or scanning it for those keywords mm -hmm. and and yeah for sure mm -hmm. the, i know some dispensaries and even mm -hmm. lps licensed producers mm -hmm. Uh, that that have bad age gates mm -hmm. 
And that's something that we've helped them with. Yeah. Uh, what puts them at a disadvantage is time. Uh, mm. They are mm. starting later than a lot of right. uh, delivery companies. Mm. So they don't have that advantage that they didn't start early enough. Mm. Um, and so those that have started earlier, they've done more marketing, they've done more backlink outreach. They've, mm -hmm. they've invested more. And so right. they their credit score, you could say, hmm. is higher. Mm. Um, mm. But we we've helped dispensaries we've helped cannabis brands mm -hmm. uh jump to top three fairly quickly it's just mm. a matter of, like do you have the budget to like right compete okay. you know all right so here here's my question when you say budget so what goes what constitutes a budget um you know what does the budget go to when it comes to seo and what what would a larger budget versus a smaller budget get you in terms of of service yeah, our services start at about two to three thousand dollars. We don't mm -hmm. really do anything less than that mm -hmm. because we have to write content. Okay. We do website development. Mm -hmm. These are like high skills, hmm. you know. Right. Right. Um, that's usually where it starts. But we make back hmm. the fees for all of our clients. So. Hmm. Yeah. So they, yeah. I don't take on people that I don't think I could. Like, if I don't think I can get you an ROI, I'm not doing my job. I'm right. not going to have a good testimonial. I'm not going to have yeah. a good case study. So I don't want yeah, you yeah. as a client. <laughs> right. Um, and then you also mentioned um, uh, Google Maps for dispensaries. Mm -hmm. how, how does one go about going, getting kind of better ranking on Google Maps? I know reviews have a huge, play a huge role in that, right? Yeah. So it starts with first getting a, a profile. Mm -hmm. understanding what your target keyword is so it could be mm -hmm. canvas dispensary ajax right. and using right. that throughout your profile if mm -hmm. it's possible in your name you could mm -hmm. use it there um you're technically you're actually so there's there are rules mm -hmm. that you got to know about but then there are right. things that people do that are not against the rules but are so common okay. so you just mm -hmm. have to know that this is against the rules and that if you get dinged you mm -hmm you're you know that right okay so for example if your business if the cannabis sorry if the dispensary's name does not mm -hmm. already use the words cannabis or ajax mm -hmm. in it mm -hmm. then technically you're not allowed to just insert it you can't just say uh, right, right, right. alex's dispensary <laughs> dash cannabis yeah. dispensary and ajax you're not right, allowed right. to add that that extra mm -hmm. like descriptor in the name, but in competitive markets, people do it anyway. So your competitors mm. can report you for it, and then you would get your... Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it gets super competitive. But huh. you can try. So you can try, yeah. and you won't. Okay. your account won't get taken down, but you may uh -huh. see a, a drop hmm. in your traffic and your, your listings for a few a few days mm -hmm. or weeks. Um, yeah, right, right. And that's tough, and that's tough. That's... That's really interesting that there's kind of this this unknown battle going on between there is. companies and dispensaries just to get rankings. That's really funny. The more competitive the market, yeah. Not mm -hmm. I wouldn't mm -hmm. maybe in Toronto I wouldn't say Ajax, but uh, yeah, it mm -hmm. could happen. Depends if people are a little they want to yeah. play shady. So that's the first right. thing. So understand what your target cust uh, keyword mm -hmm. is and use it throughout mm -hmm. your profile and your title and right. your description wherever possible. Mm -hmm. Keep your account mm -hmm. active. Upload photos. Mm -hmm. All these things matter. Mm -hmm. um, having reviews is extremely important, right? And good mm -hmm. quality reviews, like four right. or five star reviews. And not just um, great five star yeah. review. <laughs> yeah. Ideally, right? Or like you don't want yeah. a lot of one star reviews. That's not mm. that's not good. Right. Um, right. And then optimizing your website accordingly as well, and mm -hmm. having backlinks. So mm -hmm. submitting to directories that are mm -hmm. relevant. 
getting hmm. doing PR, collaborating. Mm-hmm. These are interesting. Yeah. Huh. And you know, with you know, with all these strict advertising laws and with all the regulations in the cannabis industry, I, I'd argue it's a lot harder for them to get rankings and to get better SEO and to advertise and to reach consumers. Am, am I mm-hmm. right by saying that? Yeah, it depends on the it depends on the markets, right, and who okay. your competition. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in terms of like um, a retailer, mm-hmm. so if, you know, if a retailer has a, I would argue they would have a much harder time um, at reaching consumers. And like I said, because of even like if you look at Instagram and Instagram and Facebook, the same company, they take down a lot of cannabis related mm-hmm. uh, company pages, right? And that's really hard. And they've got spe- specific rules that they've got to abide by too. So it's really, I, I find it's really hard for these companies to compete but it's not it's not helpless right it's not impossible um no it's not impossible every business every business has its mm-hmm. cha- a set of challenges right and yeah, cannabis yeah. you have a few more and it requires mm-hmm. uh you to be a lot more creative um mm-hmm. it, it can be challenging uh especially on social media i don't think social media even for, like for any brick or mortar mm-hmm. You've got to be super active on social media to get customers right. from there. Right. Or you're going to be right. doing ads. Which is just another problem is doing ads on, on social media because you're, you're not allowed. There's so many things that you're not allowed to say, right? And it's yeah. hard, especially as a cannabis LP or as a retailer, to be able to you know kind of put yourself out there when you're limited to um, just promoting yourself as a lifestyle brand. But the lifestyle can't be too exciting. <laughs> that's that's the Health Canada guidelines. It's like, it's, it's crazy. Um, and the other thing too, like you said, is you do have to post a lot. And as me, like, you know, I have my own social media accounts, but I hate using social media. Like I'm, I try to use it personally as little as possible. And as a business, like I find it's such like a necessary evil. Like I remember hearing social media managers say, you know, you have to post like three reels a week two posts, like a story every, every single day. And it's like, that's a lot of work. Social media marketers are extremely hard workers like that's that's really challenging as as an individual right it is it is i i yeah i i used to do social media management um mm-hmm. when i first started my my career marketing mm-hmm. i think every business has to look at it um like where are your customers where are they mm-hmm. spending their time where do how do they make mm-hmm. decisions yeah. um and then make decisions accordingly i don't think social media is great for every business like for us um mm. okay we get most of our clients from google and referrals mm-hmm. we get a mm-hmm. small amount from linkedin no one from instagram mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. no one from facebook and uh but I, I still post on social media. I think we post about once a week, uh, usually. Mm-hmm. That's typically the mm-hmm. amount. And okay. uh, that's enough. Like, I, I've tried posting three times and I didn't see much of a difference. The What I get from social media mm-hmm. that Google doesn't give me is a little bit like this, like this PR opportunities, right, right, networking right. opportunities within the mm-hmm. industry, mm-hmm. but not as many leads. So that's mm-hmm. us, right? So. Like every business, mm-hmm. you, you has to ask themselves where are customers, mm-hmm. where are they spending right. their time, and if, right. if your your customers are spending their time on Instagram, then double down on mm-hmm. Instagram and forget all the other channels <laughs> for real. Right, right, eighty twenty, right. Go go where you're getting the most benefit. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and then on on the ads of or on the the topic of advertisements, you were also you, you know you were saying in our first discussion that there's a Google Ads loophole yeah. when it comes to cannabis companies. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I get asked about this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay, 
so cannabis brands are not allowed to advertise on Google. Mm-hmm. Not search, not right. display. You're not allowed. It's prohibited. Mm-hmm. Not CBD. Right. Doesn't matter if it's medicinal, mm-hmm. recreational. And to be clear, that's when you search something in the first three or four results. It says add next to it, and you paid to get there. Exactly. Right. Right, or the display advertising are the banners Mm. on the side Mm, of websites. So on paper, in theory, they're Mm. not allowed to advertise. Yet you will see Mm. if you search cannabis dispensary near me or uh, you you will get ads for it. And it's because those companies Mm. know the loophole. And the loophole is, so you first have to understand how ads work, how they get approved Mm -hmm. um, to understand Mm -hmm. the loophole. So when you want to create, anyone can create an ad. You can create a Google Ads Mm -hmm. account and Mm -hmm. you can do it yourself you don't need to be an expert Mm -hmm. you need three things Mm -hmm. you need to create the ad so you need the copy for Mm -hmm. the ad you need a website a landing page to go to Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. need to do something called you need to bid for keywords you need to choose the keywords you want to appear for and you bid Mm -hmm. for them so you pay for every click right and more common keywords are more expensive so let's say cannabis is going to be more expensive than I don't know some something more obscure. No, uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, it's not the the it's not necessarily the volume. It's the intent. So the intent, huh? The intent. So when I search cannabis, what is my intention? Mm-hmm. Usually, mm-hmm. I just want to read a Wikipedia page. I want to understand what cannabis means. So my okay. intent is not to buy; it's to inform myself. But mm-hmm. a real estate agent, Toronto Cannabis Dispensary, mm-hmm. Toronto, like these. My intention mm-hmm. is to look for a service mm-hmm. provider, a business. I have my wallet in my hand. I'm ready to buy. Mm-hmm. So the intention mm-hmm. there is higher, and that's what's going to. That's what people are bidding. It's all about bidding, right? It's mm-hmm. like right, Google's right, algorithm right, right. doesn't understand what cannabis is. It's an algorithm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of people are bidding for that keyword, and that's what drives up mm-hmm. the price. That's one of the the I contributions. See. There are a lot of different factors mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm that are involved in, in the price of a mm-hmm. of a keyword the location yeah. so bidding in the mm-hmm. states is a lot more expensive than bidding in the philippines mm-hmm. um seasonality mm-hmm. the days of the week the times of the week interesting yeah wow. uh, then also mm-hmm. you have a quality score so your website has a credit score mm-hmm. in google's eyes so if you mm-hmm. have very good seo and if you're already mm-hmm. ranking for these keywords organically then that's going to drive down the cost per click because you've built credit right. so there are a lot of different right. factors um that determine mm-hmm. the the price of a keyword so yeah so so yeah th- these are the three mm-hmm. things that you need to run an ad so you prepare a mm-hmm. campaign you submit it to google you say this is the mm-hmm. ad i want to submit this mm-hmm. is the page i want it to go to and these are the keywords i want to bid for mm-hmm. you submit it to google google crawls your site and then um then then they approve it or not usually within 24 hours mm-hmm. so if mm-hmm. you comply with all of their terms and conditions your ad should get approved now here's the thing with cannabis if they find anything that implies that you are selling cannabis your ad will get disapproved usually so what's the loophole the loophole Mm. is you cannot use any words related to cannabis you can't use weed care cannabis Mm -hmm. marijuana pipe Mm -hmm. bong you can't use any of those Mm. words in Mm. your landing page your ad copy, mm. but you can bid for the keyword. Okay. So you can say every time someone searches cannabis dispensary Toronto, I want to come up, mm. but you're not actually allowed. Mm. You should you you shouldn't use that that keyword mm. in the ad or on your entire website. Hmm. And and that 
and in doing so, then you're allowed, like it's not even a matter of ranking better. It's just whether you're ex explicitly allowed or not allowed to advertise, exactly. right? Is by using those, right, yeah. okay. So there, you can, so mm -hmm. we run ads on our sites. I don't sell cannabis, mm -hmm. but I use the word uh, cannabis. So right. our the other sector right. we work with is um, interior designers and architects. So mm -hmm. I run ads okay. for that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I know that our ads don't do as well because I have the, the word I think, sorry, I shouldn't say I know. I, I suspect <laughs> yeah, that yeah. my ads don't uh -huh. do well as, like we do ads for interior designers and they mm -hmm. perform so much better because they don't have anything related to cannabis on their site. But we have a mix. Hmm. We have mm -hmm. some pages and blog posts that talk about cannabis mm -hmm. and we have some for interior mm -hmm. designers and architects. And so mm -hmm. I run ads just for the interior designers and it, our ads mm -hmm. don't perform as well. They don't get as much visibility. Uh, because mm -hmm. I, I, I think it's because we have the cannabis section. So something that I may have to do, and this is what people do, like to get around right. it, is to create a separate yeah. website. So have one hmm. website just for our cannabis right. clients and one website oh, for that's so, so much work. Yeah, That's so complex. Yes. Yeah, but no, it's so complex. And it, it's such like this hidden kind of part of web development and competition and marketing that not a lot of people realize it's there. It's like, I mean, it's really, it's back end, sure, you could say, but like, that's so interesting that there's like this war going on and there's bidding and there's auction just to appear and, and to rank Yeah, because, I mean, you can make a lot of money. Like I get, yeah. just from SEO alone, yeah. I get three inquiries a week. Mm -hmm. That's There's three people mm -hmm. that come to me interested in our yeah. services. They know our prices. Mm -hmm. They've mm -hmm. visited our site. Right. And I didn't have to do any pitching. And then meanwhile, you have mm -hmm. companies, they hire full-time salespeople to go out and pitch to mm -hmm. people that are may not be interested. Right. So it's like having right. those mm -hmm. warm leads come to you, mm -hmm. that's extremely valuable as a business. So right so yeah right, right that's the dream is you don't have to go to them they come to you they can and find that's what, you naturally that's what right? that's what we do that's mm -hmm. what we do for ourselves and right. that's what we do for our clients mm -hmm. interesting how long has seo been around and like has has the game changed dr dramatically in the recent years where there's been more focus on seo uh okay your first question was how long has seo been around so how yeah so how long has seo been around like seo's been important right but i feel like there's so much more focus being put on it right now is that because of a way an algorithm's changed or is that just because of the way like google's changed yeah so uh, seo has been around since search engines have existed so the late 1990s so i think okay. google uh was created mm -hmm. in 1998 but search it was not the mm -hmm. first search engine there are search engines that are, so like right, right. pretty much since the internet <laughs> started is, <laughs> is how long search right. engines have been but search engines have become more important as we rely on mm. them more and more to get information and make I decisions. I mean, uh, as Google's algorithm becomes more sophisticated mm -hmm. and easier to mm -hmm. use, mm -hmm. um, it's, mm -hmm. and as pretty much as Google dominates the world, <laughs> <laughs> the more yeah. we rely on it, right? Uh, right? right. So, um, so yeah, so as long as Google keeps creating products, as right, long as we right, keep right. using our phones and Googling everything, mm -hmm. uh, we're gonna keep using it to get mm -hmm. information mm -hmm. and Google's gonna keep making advertising dollars. It's just right. a whole cycle. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, that, that's interesting because like I said, you're kind of blowing my mind right now with this, like I said, this kind of, you know, all these backlinks and all these, you know, the, the bidding and the war. It's, it's, it's really interesting. But you also mentioned when you we were chatting, um, 
something about iframes versus e-commerce and how sometimes oh, dispensaries, yeah. right, when they have um, menus, when they have um, lists and something, that, that, that could impact SEO. Can you talk a little bit about that and how, you know, maybe a retail owner could really make sure they have all the best practices in place? Yeah, so when you when retailers create websites, they have two options. They can create a, an e-commerce, like an organic e-commerce mm-hmm. website, um, or they can, like they get a developer to, to build the website from scratch, mm-hmm. or they can go through a tool like iHeartJane or Dutchie, okay. mm-hmm. and it's kind of like this widget that they install on their yeah. site. You'll see that they all look very similar. Mm-hmm. In in the U.S., they have there are more competitors or more right. providers. In Canada, mm-hmm. we've got okay. these two, the same like two or three. Right. Um, so you'll notice that all the the online stores look very mm-hmm. similar. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great because it's super easy to install. Right. It's, you know, super easy to manage. Mm-hmm. But the disadvantage of this is that it's it's an iframe. It's coded with JavaScript, with mm-hmm. which is something that Google does not read. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much mm-hmm. completely invisible to Google. Mm-hmm. So if you want to rank for a specific product plus the name of your city, mm-hmm. or like where to buy pre rolls in Kitchener, or where to buy yeah. whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. something specific to your products. Mm-hmm. There's no way that your product pages or your category mm-hmm. pages, your online store is mm-hmm. going to rank on the top right. of, of Google. So that's because that. Because it's so running in JavaScript in a little window, right? It's exactly. Not, ah, okay. That's not being read. Right. So we help our clients work around that. <laughs> <laughs> Dutch, the guys at Dutchie are sweating right now. Okay, tell me. No, but Dutchie, Dutchie has a really uh-huh. good, um, they have a new product called Dutchie Plus. So they ah. they help you create a, a website like, from, like an e-commerce. Smart, smart. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so what are the ways then of, of kind of moving around that, right? So dealing with the, the iframes problem. Creating content. Okay, it's content, eh? It's all about content. Yeah, it's huh. creating content that you can actually rank for, that Google can read. Okay, and then what, when you talk about ranking for content, what justifies um, like good content? Like for me, when I first mm. started um, my, my podcast, I would put the whole transcript on... Um, on my website for just the same reason as for SEO. Now I've got these long, I've got a lot of words there, but that may be not be ideal. And I know a lot of like companies that I wouldn't expect to have a blog do have a blog where they talk about, oh, you know, what's THC versus CBD. Yeah, and, these are, right? this is bad. This is bad okay. content marketing okay, strategy okay, okay. in my opinion. This is Go like on. very rudimentary, basic, mm. Like, this is what I would expect someone that doesn't have much experience in digital marketing to do. <laughs> I'm throwing shade, but it's true. Do it. No, it's important because a lot of people, again, the game is evolving very rapidly. And maybe where someone would have an idea of, oh, you know, doing a little article, what is cannabis or what is CBD THC? They might view that as, oh, that's going to be good. So what what would you recommend as a better strategy? I guess let me backtrack and say, like, yeah. it it depends what your expect what your goals are. So okay. if your goal is not to generate traffic from that type of content, mm-hmm. is to educate the people that are already on your site, then okay. it does the job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. If the person's already on your site, then they're probably <laughs> chances are they're already educated. <laughs> yeah, and they right. they're maybe already a customer or right, they're very right. close to being it. So this content, mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself like, if how much are you paying someone to write this content and uploading mm-hmm. it and maintaining mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and is it giving you an ROI or right. it, it, or maybe that's not important to you. It's about just, I don't know, you, you have to ask yourself what mm -hmm. your expectations and your goals right. are. But I see a lot of people expect this to generate traffic to their site, mm -hmm. and there's no way. Like, mm -hmm. you're, there's, if you're gonna write generic content about cannabis, you're now competing <laughs> with Leafly, which is right. a media publishing company. Like, there's no yeah. way you're gonna be able to compete. And like, does that even align with your goals mm -hmm. as a business? Mm -hmm. Right, do you, like, don't you, mm -hmm. wouldn't you rather have people that are interested in buying vapes, like uh, mm -hmm. cartridges or, right, right. Um, Like they're ex explicitly looking on Google, mm -hmm. where do I buy edibles in what, mm -hmm. near me? Where do I mm -hmm. buy uh, okay. vape pens near me? Like mm -hmm. that's what you're. This so it's a, a, the mm -hmm. the volume is a lot lower. There are fewer okay. people, mm -hmm. but this is the type of keyword or the type of audience mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. is interested in purchasing from you and that's the content that you got to create so what does good content okay. look like it's it's different for every business and then uh, so, so yeah you got to think about what are your goals what are your customers looking for and what's right. that happy medium like as if it was a venn diagram and then as a cannabis brand you have this extra layer of what is what is compliance right <laughs> so right. you can't promote a Another specific product to, to on your site about, yeah. right <laughs> like bud tenders are Yes, ah, okay. but tenders technically are not allowed to say like I think you should buy this. This is the best. Like they can only educate you, but they can't persuade you. Even though this that's is my job. understanding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like they're supposed to educate you on the on the products, but they're not supposed mm -hmm. to push a specific one, right? They're, that's, I, that's my understanding. So you okay. can't do the same with your digital marketing. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So if I were like, let's say I were a retailer and I wanted to put a blog on our top five favorite. Uh, vape cartridges would that be a good idea or a bad idea my understanding I'm not a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> neither am I so <laughs> yeah but my understanding is that it's it's a I'm not sure if it's completely not allowed but it's a great area I've mm. I've been told that's not uh, like it's too risky to go interesting to do that right and that's tough and that's and you know that again that that just adds another layer of how do you compete with um gray market retailers who are like well i don't care i'm gonna uh, put it up anyway exactly exactly right right yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's frustrating it's frustrating but you know i mean hey like you said good for good for the gray market guys because they can you know they can kind of do whatever they want um there's but, a know. risk on both ends right yeah Like right. yes, they can they can get these short wins, but long term, mm. how long like how can how long can they do this for, and what the consequences are? They, mm -hmm. you know, depending where you are, if you're in the states or in Canada, you mm -hmm. could go to jail. Like, <laughs> is that what right. you want? Like, right. th no, that's a risk. You're, you're very right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, and, and and you know that kind of it kind of brings up you know a larger discussion of you know, the legal market now. And, you know, I think as a whole, the reason why we should be promoting the legal market is because it's it's safer. You know, products are regulated. You know what you're getting. You're also, you know, supporting um, local businesses. It's like, it, it would you would think that we would want to promote and help them as much as possible, but it seems like we're restricting them. Do you think, like, over time that these advertising restrictions are going to lift, things are going to be a little bit easier? I think they will. I, I'm very optimistic of it. Um, I think that it's going to take the states mm -hmm. to mm. to change. So, really push it, yeah. I, yeah, I think uh, if there's federal... I know this is... there. It's not perfect. This It's a very nuanced uh, topic. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, I think that if we want to see advertising laws or or Google big tech change their policies mm-hmm. re- regarding advertising on their platforms, it's going to take federal legalization in the USA. Right. Right. Um, I don't think that's. I to clarify, I don't think that's going to mean, mm-hmm. you know the states that federally legalizes cannabis and great mm. now we can mm. advertise on google facebook freely right. no i think there's still going right. to be restrictions like pharmaceuticals mm. and tobacco and alcohol companies they mm. they can advert well tobacco i think they can't advertise at all but they have restrictions like right. they pharmaceuticals right. they can advertise but there are a lot of restrictions mm. so mm-hmm. i i'd like to think that cannabis is going to be mm. somewhat similar but we'll see mm-hmm. only time will tell i yeah. think that it will open up a bit but it won't be free game you know yeah right right and then you know what do you what are your expectations for kind of the the future of um you know i want to say cannabis and advertising as a whole but also like yourself like what are what are kind of your goals um you know kind of going forward yeah, I'm really excited um, to see businesses and the and the industry grow. It's still so young, mm-hmm. and so a lot of businesses are working on creating a really good product or service, mm-hmm. and they're just starting to dabble into marketing now. So right. I'm really excited to see the best, you know, the best products and services thrive, and then mm-hmm. I hope that we can help them out with their marketing. Um, it's really exciting. It's it's uh, like the industry is made up of really cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy using cannabis products. So I really, yeah, I hope to see that industry thrive and, and I hope that we can be a part of it in terms of the, the yeah. marketing side. We could be like an mm-hmm. SEO partner for some of the can- best cannabis brands in the in mm-hmm. at least North America. Yeah. That's in terms of like the industry and, you know, mm-hmm. how we're involved. Me on like a personal or like individual mm-hmm. level, I mm-hmm. would really, um, some of my career ambitions I guess you could say mm-hmm. to get involved in tech policy mm-hmm. that's something I'm very interested in and very mm-hmm. passionate about is uh, helping our governments be educate themselves and the public more about technology mm-hmm. and algorithms right. and how they influence mm-hmm. our day to day lives and how can mm-hmm. we create policies to better protect ourselves mm-hmm. interesting right kind of educate I mean educate and really kind of yeah, put them in the right direction. I remember seeing this like, um, I don't know. Do you remember when it was like the the whole Facebook privacy scandal? Um, yeah, there are, there have been ago. a few. <laughs> yeah, there there's a there was kind of the first big one when Zuckerberg was actually on trial. Right? I think this and was like, Cambridge Analytica, right? Uh, yeah, maybe it was yeah. Cambridge Analytica, but they were trying to like they were basically educating these congressmen yes. on like cybersecurity and privacy and like as they were on the floor. Right, and, it's like, and it shouldn't be like that. It should be, they should go into it right. uh, prepared and have good questions. Right. And yeah, the conversation should be, should be a lot more mm-hmm. advanced. Um, right. But I mean, it's always been like this, right? Technology mm-hmm. it moves at hyper speed and right. organizations are mm-hmm. behind and slower. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a big issue. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that's yeah. where my interests yeah. are at. <laughs> I think it's really exciting. If, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? If people are interested in improving their SEO, um, how can they learn a little bit more? Yeah, so the company is called, I just realized I never mentioned the name of the company. <laughs> <laughs> the, the agency is called Findable Digital Marketing. So you can find us on our website, you can Google us, um, and we're active on Instagram and LinkedIn. I'm especially active on LinkedIn, so if anyone wants to reach out, even if you're in the industry and just want to chat, I'm always yeah. open to meeting new people. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
If you want to hear more from Daniela, make sure to give her a shout on LinkedIn at Daniela Furtado. And if you want to hear more about her agency, it's findabledigitalmarketing.com. As always, if you want to hear more from me, coffeecannabis.ca, Coffee Cannabis Podcast on Instagram. New episode in two weeks.